Tafisha Edwards. The title of this poem is, If at any point you wanted him to stop and you couldn't say no, that's rape. And tells me, and I can't, won't, accept this because he is many things, but he can't be that. Yes, she tells me, if you had to step outside your body quick and quiet, just to run an errand, take a breather, find the dog whistle moan to get him off, one way or another he needs to get off, because you've forgotten how to say no, that's rape. We are in New Jersey. I stand in the morning space between ends living and dining room. I can stand to be many things, but not that woman warped by something she's too thick-tongued to name. Oh, sweetie, come here. I climb into bed and hold my big sister's rosary hand. Only this time the prayer is, I didn't know. Daniel Holwitz. Holtzclaw in Oklahoma City um, raped 13 black women from um, a poorer part of the city. And he did that because he knew that they were less likely to believe, to be believed. Um, and he was on paid administrative leave for a little while. And so this poem is called, Your Rapist is on Paid Administrative Leave, a primer. Four. Your rapist has elected to continue receiving his bi-weekly paychecks via direct deposit, has elected to continue his monthly contributions to his 401k, which will be matched up to 7% as stated in the department's compensation policy. Your rapist recently called HR to review his health care coverage. Open enrollment will begin in a few short months, and coverage options are changing. Three. Yes, this police force is committed to protecting the law-abiding citizens within this jurisdiction, but protecting the character of your rapist is also of the utmost importance. This department treats any allegations of wrongdoing at the hands of our officers with the utmost seriousness. However, to be fair, we cannot rush to judgment when our officers are accused of misdeeds by those who possess any or all of the following. A history of drug use a history of mental disturbances, a history of violence, an historical record of accusing officers of using excessive force, an historical record of emotional disturbances, a history of economic hardship, low moral character. This department would never allow the actions of your rapist to reflect upon the entirety of the force. This department will strive to maintain its integrity at all costs. Two. During standard psychological evaluations, your rapist showed no signs of sociopathy. Your rapist despises animal cruelty, harbors no aggression towards his teammates, and is reserved, but at times, humorous. Your rapist is not particularly ambitious, but works well with others and presents only his most congenial self to his superiors. One. Your rapist will not become the poster child for bad cops because he's a good man and good men don't get fired. Your rapist is one of the good ones. His off-duty knock on your door keeps the community safe. He watches you watch him in plate glass mirrors, rear view windows, and mirrored pupils. Your rapist is personally invested in the movements of women like you. This is how to drain the brachial artery. Believe a man 27 years older than you loves you. Suck him off and moan with the last of the air in your throat. 
Do not breathe in after you swallow. Wait for a kiss. Read your palms in the bathroom. Sever your love line. Hemorrhage, but do it quietly. Now back to bed to mass produce his next orgasm. Fail to understand it is simply vibration passing through his body's narrow and damp spaces. Cause no drama. Tell no one. When he pulls your hair at the root, call the not blood, not water, slicking your thighs a mercy. And I'll end with this one. This is husbands. Stay with me on this one. Husbands. What if the woman whose husband I want to fuck cuts my throat and glitter rushes out over her hands, a sea of shine? And what if the husband I want to fuck stands next to the woman who holds the knife covered in glitter and says nothing about the soft that is minuscule pieces of plastic, trillions of pieces of plastic, bounding out of my cut carotid artery, like children lose after eight hours of cramming their torsos under desks at the threat of a bomb, or a gun, or the bomb, not high on sugar, salt, sun, but on amphetamines and the elasticity of their own legs. What if the woman of the husband who washes the glitter off of her hands only touched me once? And it wasn't a touch, it was a hug. And it didn't really last that long, because the husband in question is not a wolf. And he loves the woman he calls his wife. And I need him to be a good man, and he needs to be a good man too, because we fucked up by talking about God. And now there is a guilt that makes it fun. Except he really does believe in God, and really wants to lick every molar in the roller rink of my mouth. What if they bury me under their jungle gym of a birch tree? What if the slitting of my throat is a team building exercise? And when someone that could only be him taps my shoulder to hide the oncoming edge of shine, I shiver like the light volleying off a disco ball. And yes, that felt a bit random, but let's run with it. Because that's what wanting a married man is. One after school sugar rush dash. What if I'm trouble? I mean, what if I am bad news? And the wanting of a married man is a vitamin deficiency I have no interest in curing. Thank you.